Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Prince Podcast here on Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean, and joining me today, we got some different people. I'm gonna just call them my new co-host for today. We're switching the show up. We we going we're going with the ladies today. They'll take over. But joining me first off is uh, you heard her before on the show. Uh, she's a part of the PRN alumni, so we want to welcome uh, Jackie to the show. How are you doing, Jackie? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on. And also, we have a special guest here today, a young lady. Her mother, her name, her mother's name rings out uh, within the Prince community for sure. Uh, we all know that voice. What I'm talking about today, we want to welcome Latoya Gaines to the show. How are you, Latoya? Hey, I'm, I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's my pleasure. And of course, uh, your mother, Rosie Gaines, is, is an icon out here to us. Uh, so we uh, salute uh, your mother and we salute you for coming on and joining us today. So thank you for that. Oh, it's an honor. It's a, I'm, I'm honored. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, no, no doubt. Now, we're actually here talking about uh, the PRN alumni. You guys have something coming up uh, here uh, in regards to Rosie Gaines. And uh, I think, Jackie, maybe you can explain it a little better than me fumbling through things here. So, Oh, you never fumbled, Michael. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> no, um, we um, had been thinking about Rosie um, ever since we started this. One of our missions is to support alumni financially and acknowledge their music co- contribution. And um, with that, uh, you know, we we found LaToya. We were, you know, we'd heard, you know, Rosie wa- had some medical issues and we really wanted to reach out and help. So got in touch with LaToya and um, we started to discussing collaboration and coming up. I had come up with the idea with um, the group uh, to create a t-shirt specifically for Rosie to raise money. And we did, um, I talked to Steve Park and he says, I really want to design a shirt for that. So we came up with a, a t-shirt, um, Michael, I know you've seen it. Yes. <laughs> in the beautiful. And uh, yeah, it is, isn't it? It's gorgeous. And so yes. uh, Steve really put um, really some time into it. And um, we're really excited on uh, being able to uh, help Rosie any way we can. So so we created the T-shirt, as I said, and it's going to launch on Valentine's Day, uh, obviously around love. We we love her and want her to know that uh, and uh, let her know that through this. So um, this is a you know, this is what we wanted to do. This is the type of things. And this is our mission. One of our mission um, right, right. missions and in, in, in the uh, foundation. So. Um, I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to go down really well. I think that the uh, community is going to support. Uh, we'd love to have um, uh, fan clubs uh, around the country create uh, different um, ways to, you know, fundraise maybe through parties and, and just doing some specific fundraisers for Rosie. So we'll be working on that throughout the summer as well and uh, starting um, hopefully in March and, and keeping it going in that part. So so those are the things that we want to do to help Rosie and specifically in that way. So we're really excited. And Latoya has been so wonderful. So uh, in helping us uh, uh, with that. And um, um, we're just excited about it. Okay, and and let me ask too because I know uh, you know people are gonna listen to this, and they, some people are not you know they're not sure what's going on, and without you know putting people's business out there, of course, but uh, you know this is to help raise money for you know uh, you know medical bills, I, I believe, and things of that nature uh, for Rosie Gaines. Just to be very clear, so people understand 
what we're talking about here. I don't know if Latoya, if you wanted to speak on that or, or you know, add anything sure. else to that. Um, it's been a long battle my mom has had now with diabetes. Um, that's been one of the really main issues of her health condition. And anybody who has ever had diabetes, it's very serious. It's a, you know, it, it's a disease that can take a turn for the worse if you are not properly treating it or taking care of it or eating right or, you know, and it's just like she's been really struggling with it to the point to where she's had really bad infections um, in both of her legs and her feet and things like that to the point of almost amputation. So, you know, it's been just like a real struggle for her, you know, with her lifestyle as far as when you are an artist and, you know, you can't slow down, you know. And so she's had diabetes for a, a long time now. Um, okay. And it just finally, you know, parked her. So she has to sit and deal with it now because it's just gone on for so long without the proper care. Um, Got it. So that really important and then you know she's also battling of course with the loss of of prince and she's you know and with depression from that also Mm -hmm. so you know it's really um it's really sad because it's it's so many people with diabetes in america and even children so to watch this unfold you know and then a tribe called quest Fife, you know, he lost his battle with diabetes. You know what I mean? So it's very, it's very serious. And I'm just grateful that everyone is on board and they even have my mom in their hearts and they're thinking about her and they're reaching out, you know, to try to help like Miss Jacqueline here. She's like an angel because she just came out of nowhere and it was like right on time. Like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. like that is so, are you, thank you so much, you know, because it's, it's truly needed. The support is needed. Um, for her to know that she's still very much loved is needed, you know, and in times like this is when you need to be able to uh, call on your your community and your peers and your fans and people who you work with to show you that support and love. And I'm just so ecstatic that she's getting that without us having to reach. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we're very, very humbled by this, this whole thing. And the shirt is very beautiful. It is. It's gorgeous. So it's like, I'm just, I just feel so lucky right now for my mom. And she's very thankful and grateful. And she wanted to send her love out to everyone who's listening and to you, Miss Jacqueline, and to you, um, you know, Michael. She wanted to wanted me to say thank you to all of you guys for even having her in your hearts. Well, that's, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's an honor to me, uh, you know, I understand about the diabetes thing because that hits a lot of people in our community uh, yes. that we battle with that. And so, you know, I would just say this and I'll let Jackie speak. Listen, we, we listened to these, these, this music. The music moved us. We watched the performances. You know, as I've said before, y'all are our heroes, our, our legends, you know, our elders that we have to hold up and hold down. So this is what we're supposed to do. And when Man Prince said it best, we said love for one another. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, Jackie, when are the shirts uh, going on sale again so people can, and where uh, yes. can they find them? Yeah, they'll be able to find them at our uh, website, prnalumni.org. They go on sale on Valentine's Day, which is uh, next Wednesday. Uh, so we're really excited about that. 
Wow. And again, I have seen these shirts. And, and if y'all don't know, Steve Park, he has the beautiful uh, book out right now. Uh, Pictures of Prince. Uh, what's the actual title of his book again? I'm sure we, we shout that out. I should have that in front uh, of me. Picturing, uh, picturing Prince. Picturing I Prince. It. I have it right here. So you definitely, this is a person who, you, you know, certified within the camp and beautiful artists and the rendition of Rosie on that shirt is fabulous. Isn't it? So it's wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a blessing. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, and Latoya, I wanted to ask you, um, because Jackie kind of hinted to me a little bit, um, do, do you, uh, you've been to Paisley Park, I would take it, right? Yes? Oh my, yes. <laughs> Understatement, <laughs> oh my right? Oh God. I was, I used to terrorize Paisley Park. I was so young. Um, <laughs> I was so young when, my mother was there. It was like, you know, everything to me was just, it was like Wonderland. You know, everything I wasn't supposed to touch, I touched. And <laughs> everything I wasn't supposed to do, I did because I was a kid and I was just in the awe of things, you know. And I I really did not know how really lucky and how spoiled I was um, there because they treated me like a little princess in Paisley Park. Whatever I wanted, I got to get, you know, and I'm my, I'm my mom's only child, so... It was oh, like okay. half them trying to keep me out of the hair while they're rehearsing and, you know, keep me occupied. But the other half was like Prince loved kids. So it was like whatever she wants, just give it to her. So it was just really, you know, I was honored, like just to be able to stomp around those grounds and all of the musicians that came in and out of that place mm-hmm. um, was so amazing. It was just so impactful because I also do music. So it was very impactful to me to be able to watch real musicianship, you know, um, come in and out like that. Like, oh, I mean, I was just, it was just wonderful. I was just wild. Like, oh my God, you know, I was there when they did a number of video shoots. Um, I do remember when they did do um, Get Off, I was kind of upset because they had all these painted, <laughs> you know, naked people around my mom. And wait, wait, she was wait. Andre and I was like, hey, hey. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. That's interesting. How old? You remember how old you were? Um, I believe when my mom first um, started working with Prince, I was nine going on 10. Wow. Um, But she always, the whole thing is my mom, she's been in the industry since the 80s. You know, everybody Mm -hmm. don't know. She, her first deal, she actually was signed to Epic Records. Mm. Um, And her first manager was, um, 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 the um, what's the Soul Train? Her first Don Cornelius. Was Don Cornelius. Oh my wow. God! Like how could I have a mind fart like that? Nah, nah, her nah. first manager, Don Cornelius. Her first real manager, and she got signed to Epic Records when Michael Jackson was actually um signed, and he exploded with Thriller. So it was. I mean, you know, she's been since I've been born, and I've been here. She's been active in the industry. So when she got with Prince, I was nine going on 10. So it was just, you know, I mean, it was just amazing for me as a child. Yes. Well, so I got to ask you now, you're kind of going on this path. Like, so when she got with Prince at this time at being nine or 10, this was probably in 90, I don't know. This was like 89 or 88, maybe. I'm not sure what yeah. time frame. Yeah. Did you, uh, I mean, as, as a younger child like that, but did you understand the magnitude of, of Prince? Like. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? Um, back then, I was the hugest Michael Jackson fan. Okay. So I was still really caught up on 
you're signed to the label with Michael Jackson. And then when she told me, you know, I'm leaving this label, I was just crushed. Like, no, like Michael Jackson. And, you know, and then she came home and she goes, Prince signed me. And I'm like, Michael Jackson. And she was like, no, Prince signed me, you know, and (laughs) when you're a kid, you know, the magic of Michael is strong. Yeah. Yeah. When I got off that plane in Minnesota, it hit me like, you know, like it, the first of all, the cold air hit me. But then after that, <laughs> it, like, it hit me because when I walked into Paisley Park and I saw him coming toward me is when it really hit me. And I have to say that look on his face, I was so intimidated. I was just like, oh, my God, like, OK, it's Prince. And I, I get it now. Like my mom, you know, she went from you know, Michael Jackson, I want Michael Jackson to be my dad. So Prince is your boss. You know what I mean? So it was, yes, I did understand that it was a huge deal because back then it was only two rock stars and that was Michael and Prince. Mm-hmm. So I, I totally understood that she had a very important job. Yes. Wow. And then did you, um, and I think your mom, she went on the nude tour. With she did. Did, did you did. would you did you go on that too or did you stay back? I home? did not go on her first tour with her. No, I did not. Um, they did a lot of overseas traveling, and I had to be in school, so okay. I stayed in California with my grandmother her first tour. Um, and she would send us all kind of stuff, and you know, I mean, I was just so proud of her to see you know clippings, and we got a lot of footage of them doing live stuff in Brazil and places like that as they went along. Japan, mm-hmm. you know, she would send home things because I'm her only child. So she made sure that I got to see, you know, this is what mommy, mommy's not there. Mm -hmm. This is what mommy's doing. You know what I mean? So, but every time they were in Minnesota, she would fly me up. You know, um, I did get to miss a lot of school. (laughs) And then finally she was like, you know, I think I'm going to just move you out here and you can just go to school here because, you know, it's too much back and forth and you missing school and things like that. And it was like, now I live in Minnesota, you know, and it was a culture shock. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, what is going on? You know, I'm I'm from the Bay Area and we are a big okay. melting pot of yeah. every ethnicity you could think of out here that I went to school with. So when I went to Chaska High, it was just like, <laughs> whoa, it was just so different. You know, I was like, Mom. I don't know about this. Like, I think I, I want to go back to California. And she was like, well, you know, mom's job is here in Minnesota. So you're going to have to like stick this out. So I did that, you know. Wow. Did you go to I, high school? You So you went to high school out there? Yeah, I went to high school. I went to Chaska High. And so I didn't move to Minnesota until the 10th grade. So, she, you know, this is years later. You know what I mean? So because mm-hmm. she was traveling, they were traveling so much. And then Diamonds and Pearls, when it dropped, it was so big. It was like huge. And she, it was like, she had no time. She had no time in the world to do anything but music. So it was either I was going to leave my friends and go be with my mom, you know, or I was going to stay in California and miss my mom. So Mm. I decided, okay, you know, it's been years now and I've been going back and forth. So let me just try Minnesota. And so I moved there. We lived in Chanhazen, Minnesota, and I went to Chaska High. Wow. So, (laughs) <laughs> now you mentioned your uh you know I, lo- I love family so you mentioned your grandmother so she was back in the bay area is that right yes my grandmother um is from the south but okay. she moved to california when she was 14 years old she got married and you know she started her life here in california so you know my mom 
when my grandmother, my mom is the baby, and my grandmother had a huge family. She had 10 children. Mm. Um, and my mom was the last one. So when my mom was born, she was like showing signs of being able to sing, I think before she could talk. So when she turned four, they bought her a piano. And my mom, like, she could just play, she instantly could play that piano. It was crazy. Like, they said that she, you know, played with it for a little while. She found notes. And next thing they knew, she was playing. So they turned the whole band, the whole family into a band um, to give my mom support in music. And they made my aunt play the drums. And she was just like, oh, my God, I don't want to play the drums. I'm a girl. And why are you making me do this? You know, everybody was complaining about it. It's a typical, you know, turn the family into a band story. My uncles played the guitar, the bass. My aunt played the drums. The sisters who didn't have musical talent, they were the dancers. Um, <laughs> and then my mom was the lead singer. And she was the boss, like, from day one. She was the youngest, but she was bossing everybody around. And she made sure everything sounded the way she wanted it to be. And they started doing shows. And they started doing shows in a garage, charging people to come in. And then it went from the garage to them throwing parties and went from parties to them actually being able to go open up for James Brown. You know, so they were like really young and they were really up and coming. My grandmother and my grandfather decided to manage them as a family band. And they did that, um, I think, to my mom turned, I want to say 13 or 14 is when she started uh, making recordings uh, and by herself, you know, and venturing out with other musicians. But that whole time from four to 14, it was a family band. It was a family affair. What, what was the name of the, the family band? Do you remember? Um, it was Rosie Gaines and the Gaines sisters. And then the, uh, my, my aunties that danced, they were called the gold rush girls. Gold rush girls. Okay. <laughs> and I have I love all kinds of pictures of them with afros and bell bottoms <laughs> and crop tops and, you know, I mean, it's so cute, little hot pants. And I mean, man, it, it was amazing. I wish I was like, you know, you guys, I wish we would have had more musicians my age and my family so we could have did mm. the same thing because they looked like they had a lot of fun, you know. Nice. So my mom just knew her whole life. Like, she, that's what she was going to do. Music. And so your mom and your mom had this voice early. Like, I mean, that's not yes. play around. Rosie Gaines can sing like. You know. Yes. She had a very mature voice mm -hmm. for a young age. Um, a lot of her recordings that I listened to when she was 16, you know, she was already sounding like, you know, um, Aretha or Shaka. Like she already had mm -hmm. her tones and she was always on point with her notes. She was never too sharp. She was never too flat. You know, she was very, very serious and she was a perfectionist when it came down to her music, just like Prince. Right. And I think that's how they hit it off, you know. Um, and she also played multiple instruments. So she can pick up any instrument and play it. I don't care what it is, from string instruments to flutes to saxophones, guitar, bass, drums, piano. I mean, even a sitar. If she can find the notes on it, she can play it like she's been playing it her whole life. It's just it's amazing. amazing. Yeah, amazing. Wow. Amazing. Yes. I always remember, too, you know, going back you know, later, there was that performance. I think it was the Soul Train Awards, and yes. it was uh, with your mom was up there with uh, Patti LaBelle. Yes, right. and Stephanie Mills. Stephanie Mills. I mean, that was like, you know, forget about. <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, 
Uh, it was a very epic moment. It was, it, we were so proud of her. My grandmother was crying and, you know, she was watching and just in tears and a phone was ringing off the hook and everybody was calling your mom, your mom's on TV. I'm like, I know we're watching it and we're recording it. You know, back then we had the VHS, you know, tapes. And so we were recording it. And I mean, we were so proud of her. It was an epic, epic moment. And she was always a huge Patty fan. She loved mm. Miss LaBelle, you know, and so that was really huge for her to be able to share yeah. the stage with her. I bet, man. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, yes. Uh, and, you know, um, the other thing, too, I just uh, again, you think about Rosie and her voice and I think about Prince's music. And it's like I remember when Diamonds and Pros came out and at the time, you know, we didn't really know who she was, but her voice was just like golden. It was just like who else could really be on a Prince record? Where you didn't question, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I don't want to hear. It. I mean, Rose, Diamonds and Pearls. That song, you know, that's like a signature song, man. I, and her voice is just uh, synonymous on that record. But so many of those songs in that album, uh, the the one that I can't even think of the name, "Walk Don't Walk." Like that's oh, I one love of my that favorite song. song. <laughs> I, that's one of my favorites too. Yes, yes. I used to play that on repeat. Yeah, that's just and, like yeah. Go ahead. It was like, I think that that was one of my favorites because um, you can actually hear in the track that they had fun mm. making that song, you know, like that song was so uplifting for me. Like when I would play it, it gave me such a good spirit and a good vibe mm -hmm. every time I would hear it. You know what I mean? Like anytime Prince and my mom collaborated, it was special. Um, the only one that I had a problem with was Horny Pony. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, mom's got to do her thing, too. That was the only one I was like, mom, no, don't say that. What are you doing? Oh, my God. Yeah. So that was the only one. But all the rest of them, classics. Like, every time they, I can't wait to hear some of that music out that vault. Like, I'm like, oh. let's hear it. Because they have all kind of, him and my mom have several, several, several songs. Really? In that vault. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They would, they would go in that studio and it would be, you know, sometimes days later, you know, they would come out and I know that they didn't make a thousand songs. You know what I mean? In a night because they work really fast together. So, wow. Yes. Was, uh, did, um, they didn't really go on too many U.S. tours per se. Mm -hmm. Um, more so spot dates and things, but was there a, a performance that you went to that was very memorable to you? The one that I was most proud of was when they did the Special Olympics. Oh, yeah. Um, I was so, like, just overwhelmed with the whole mood of that performance and the people around, you know, us in that performance. It was just like, I was like, this is so cool. Like, you guys are really here rocking the Special Olympics. And, I mean, just the energy. I will never, ever forget that I remember watching them rehearse for the Special Olympics and Prince was very much so like a perfectionist. So I watched rehearsal like a billion times, you know, what they were gonna do there. Um, but when they got there, it was like 10 times even more exciting, 10 times harder. Like, I mean, MPG as a whole, that whole group, you know, the band, Michael Bland, Tommy Barbarella, Sonny, um, Levi, Prince, my mom, I mean, that sound that they had as a unit 
they were so in sync and so locked into each other, you know, that, I mean, you get spoiled, you get a spoiled ear and it's, it's no other band greater than when you really hear them hit it. It's like, my God, you guys really, really, really compliment each other. You know, it was like, it was, that was like the best that I ever heard any band as a whole play together. They were really in sync with each other and in tune and it really showed in their concerts and in their work, you know, it really did. Yes. And so this is interesting. So you say you, you are a musician or a singer, you know, you do music. Like, what did you learn as it, I mean, God, imagine to be young and to sit back and you could watch your mom and Prince and them do their thing. Like, how does that influence you in your music? Well, it made me really want to strive even harder because when you're watching perfection, you know, and that's what you have to watch. That's what you have to uh, mimic yourself after. At first, you beat yourself up because, of course, you're not going to be that good. You know, you're not as good as the perfection. So it just it, what it did do was give me a drive and a hunger um, that I never, ever satisfied. Even to this day, it's like I'm still trying to reach, you know, that perfection. So it, I'm very grateful in that manner um, of it. And it also showed me that, you know, if you dream it, you can do it. I just, you know, I was so amazed just with Prince himself as a whole. I mean, the kind of being that he was, um, he was very influential and he was such a, um, he was such like a kind soul, you know, even though he was very driven and he was very hardworking, he was very caring. Like, you know, he really cared about people that he worked with around him. He treated everybody like they were family um, and he just really showed me that if you want something, you just have to put in the work and you have to keep working. You have to do those restless nights and no sleep and, you know, sometimes hungry and you have to just keep going. You know what I mean? And so that between him and my mom and my mom staying on me with those notes, because I used to do a lot of her background work too. You know, she would stay on me. You're sharp. You're flat. You know, um, listen, listen, get your tone better. Listen, have your your ear needed to you know, be able to hear clearly and, you know, that kind of thing. It really, really made me not just appreciative, but it really made me strive. You know, I just wanted to be greater and greater every time I got the mic. And so I owe that to my mom and to Prince for showing me nothing but perfection. You know, a rehearsal was like a show. Mm. You can't mess up. You know, you think as a musician, you mess up, you know, rehearsals for messing up. You go on rehearsal and you mess up. No, that is not, that was not his mind frame. And that was not my mom's mind frame. Rehearsal was not for messing up. You know, rehearsal was for elevation and it was for tightness. And it was like, you can't mess up in rehearsal. Like, it was really like no messing up. You always have to be on it because it's always someone who will be more than happy to take your spot, you know? Mm. So it was very humbling. And it kept me level and it kept me humble to see that when you are on the top, it takes a lot of work to stay there and to keep recreating yourself and to keep reinventing yourself. And it just gave me a really good insight, you know, on the music industry, not only with the music, but with the business. Wow. That's a lot of, a lot of jewels right there. And, I, and, and me being slow, I know some of the listeners will say, did she say had to keep up with Wesley Snipes? But you said Restless Nights. Oh, yes. I said, <laughs> I'm just messing with night. you. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Wesley has something to do with this. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. I'm just night. messing with you. 
<laughs> I love it. I, I would watch them like, you know, do a concert and then they would come in, maybe like have a little snack and then it was an after party. And the after party sometimes will go on to like four and five in the morning. Like, because once they started jamming, that was it. Like, you know, they're in a zone, they're jamming. And uh, you could just imagine how tired. And then the next day you got rehearsal. So there's really no sleep. You know what I mean? So right. it's like show, after party, rehearsal. And then you have to do it all over again. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yes. All right. Well, listen, we could, I could go all day with you sharing these <laughs> stories, Latoya. And maybe one day we will. But I, w- I do want to say this, too. Tell your mother that we love her. And uh, she definitely brought a lot of joy to us through the years and like you said that song um walked on walk just that her voice and you hear it you just see that joy in it and that's one of those songs for me that i can play and it's like when i'm not feeling something or i need to you know get myself pumped up those are the songs that just that happy that emotion come through and that tone in her voice and there's something about rosie's voice i don't know it's like i would equate it to like uh, it's kind of like it's got that authoritative almost kind of but it's got that motherly warmth in it too but at yeah. the same point there's a there's a part in it that would for me you know uh, mama's boy say something and i straighten up real quick you know like michael ding it and when a man when a, you know there's just a part there's something in that you know what i'm saying like that just yeah. resonates so i love that um jackie uh yes. again well uh, we don't want to forget that these t-shirts will be going on sale on valentine's day that's correct uh with artwork original artwork from mr steve park that is wonderful and it's wonderful too he did he was so into it because we originally were just thinking let's take a a photo and and figure out something and uh he said no i've got i'm gonna do you know it's gonna i'm gonna take some time on this and we're really fantastic so it's it's really great everybody's stepping up and it's so sweet of steve to take his time to do that and but it's for a great, you know, we love Rosie and we wanted to make sure it, it was done right, you know, so. Yes. And, and, uh, and what's, uh, we also, you know, we got a shout out to the PRN alumni. Uh, you know, what are some of the other, some other uh, events going on coming up this year that we should know about? Yeah. Well, first of all, we are officially a 501c3 now. So we're really happy about that. Uh, that's a big step uh, we've been working towards. So. Um, you are, yeah, we have a collaboration with the U of M uh, April 18th. So uh, we put a panel together. It's free. And you can register at uh, princefromminneapolis.org. And that's uh, created by the U of M. They're doing that Prince Symposium. I don't know if you're going to be in town for that, but it's around the celebration time. Yeah. And so they asked us to, and we put a, a neat panel together. We've got Maite and um, I always I get her name wrong, I think, but it's Satara. You know, she helped with the um, creating the symbol, his name. Uh, Stacia Lang's going to be there. Kim Berry, uh, Harlan um, Austin, a.k.a. Hucky, <laughs> uh, David Hampton and Scotty Baldwin and then um, moderator Craig Rice. So that's going to be a really great panel there. And that and it's free. Nice. And so yeah, that'll be a lot of fun during that time. So. Um, people should, you know, register as soon as possible because it's filling up, I'm sure, soon. Um, and then um, a little sneak peek, we've got our benefit. You know, we did our benefit last year, our first one. And we had King on. Uh, we are uh, going to do another one uh, in October of this year, October 11th through the 13th. Mm-hmm. So we've got a 
I'm not going to tell you who yet, but I'll be back. I know I'll be back on to talk about it, but it's it's going to be an amazing concert. Uh, on that Thursday, we'll do a party on Friday with the fan family and fam fams, uh, and um, also uh, we'll do a panel on special panels on Saturday, like we did at the Capri. Unfortunately, we won't be at the Capri this year because they are actually well. It's good and good for them because they're breaking ground on their new uh, $25 million facility for kids in music, but we won't be able to be there because they'll be uh, renovating at that point, but uh, uh, we'll have a, we'll have a cool spot and and we'll have a lot of fun. So I'll keep you posted on that. It's going to be great. So. All right, man. I I hope I could (coughs) get, be a part of that one too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway. I love it. Um, oh, and also too, Jackie, you got your hand on a lot of different things, and you also have a uh, Revel. Yeah, um, but that. let's not talk about that right now. I'm oh, just okay. You're not trying to do that work. No, no, no. It's all about it's all about the alumni, and it's all about Rosie on this one. Um, really, True just that. excited. Um, about these uh, things coming up and uh, people just coming in and helping and supporting and really starting to get what we're doing, you know, is, is, is really exciting. And um, um, we, Oh, I do want to say we did, um, we did give our first gift to um, the music settlement. Um, it's a uh, hundred year old school in Ohio and um, we chose them. They do music therapy for autistic kids. So, um, we're really excited about being able to give lots of money coming up in the next years uh, to for kids and music and arts and tech nice. programs and for education. I mean, that's really you know what it's all about, and I, I, you know, obviously that's helping so support, awesome. support the alumni. So we're really excellent. excited. Excellent, mm-hmm. I love that's it. Awesome. Yeah. So okay, uh, again, just for the listeners to be clear, we're gonna <laughs> all go out and get our T-shirts. We're gonna you know help. Uh, support Rosie. Uh, we we love Rosie. We thank you, Latoya, for coming on here. You look just like your mom. Oh, uh, <laughs> thank you. Down here looking good, sister. You know, yeah, give give props. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, so much. <laughs> thank you. I'm totally honored again um, to be on this show with you guys. And I want to tell Jacqueline again, like I can't say thank you enough um, to you and to your alumni and everybody. Uh, to who put in hard work and thought about my mom and you know and the fans too she I mean I just thank you for all the love and support you know to everyone and man I'm just I'm excited I can't wait for Valentine's Day to get here and I can't wait either (laughs) I can't wait I cannot wait for my beautiful shirt like Exactly. That's what's up. All Michael, right. Yes, yes. One last little thing I wanted to say. We want we want um, the 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 community to uh, send uh, their love to Rosie uh, through video. Um, they can send you know you know if they want to do a poem or poetry or if they want to say how they feel about Rosie, um, and if they want to, they can send their video to. Um, Love for new, you know, numerical uh, Rosie at prnalumni.org. So love for Rosie at prnalumni.org. And if they want to send videos, we'll be posting those uh, down the line with that. So got it. All right. And then you just reminded me as we go out and hopefully I will play this on the outro as we go. But there was one other uh, thing your mom. Oh, I always remember uh, during the new tour. 
she would sing uh was it ain't no way or yes ain't no way killing it man like oh <laughs> just it's just so beautiful that she she shut it down with that so i, I want to try and play that as we go out uh but thank you again jackie prn alumni uh, appreciate it thank you latoya for coming on uh blessings thank to you, you and your family and ladies thank and gentlemen you. yeah you're welcome ladies and gentlemen uh, again we appreciate you listening to the show sharing it out there this is a good one uh to share out to the rest of the community uh and bring some awareness to to rosie Gaines. Um, I personally have to say thank you to all of our Patreon listeners out there for helping support us. And as I always say at the end of every show, hey, work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace. If you won't let me give all of me, I know I want my student.